This is not the sound of a stream running through the mountains. It's water from a leaking pipe trickling down a stairway. That's not a frog splashing into a lake. It's a piece of sheetrock falling into a puddle on a kitchen floor. And that's not a hiker taking a deep breath of mountain air. It's a homeowner gasping at the sight of a $12,000 water damage repair bill. 40% of homeowners have experienced water damage. Protect your home with the Moen Smart Water Monitor and Shutoff. Moen. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and lows of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. Uh, What a stonking game week. You know, game recognises game. You've sometimes got to applaud. And I'll tell you what, Matthew, whoever's running your FPL team at the moment is having an absolute blinder. You need to stop this. This is... It's not just me, mate. The listeners listeners know. No, no. We've had emails and tweets. Some trolls on social media are trying to talk me down. Mm, And mm, trying to mm, hand my victories mm. to someone else. I mean, if you... Basically, it was obvious at the start of the season, I actually didn't know what the rules were. All that's happened is I've appraised myself of the rules and started to actually use some logic. A lot of people talking about this whole, oh, I just scrolled down the Tottenham players. That now, has been called right out, mate. You know what? To be, I did get the tip I, and I acted on it. I just basically forgot. Yeah, I just, yeah. Okay. all right. To be honest, last week when we talked about him, I didn't even know I had him. So I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny yeah, told yeah. me about him. I mean, Danny sent me the email. I was like, I must have just got it and then just done it. And that yeah. was that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all I can say is I'm on tour at the moment as well as working on about nine other things. And my brain is fried. You're so busy. The thing is, you joke about it, John. But like, <laughs> no, I genuinely are. am on the verge of a nervous breakdown. I just, well, I work seven days a week and it is killing me. All I can say is, FPL-wise, if you want to win the league, carry on because there's something about whatever you call it, being so uh, busy and tired that you don't remember what you've done. Some would call it receiving hints and tips and then acting on them, thus handing over the management of your team to to the listeners and our producer, Danny. However, whatever you're doing, 111 points, Matthew, this week. Yes, however. Best week in FPL? Well, yes and no. So without going all John Richardson about it and oh. then being annoyed when I've done well, I triple Captain Salah this week because he had a yes. double And Is as that everyone knows. Or not? Well, he basically came on towards the end against Liverpool. So mm. I got a couple Arsenal. of extra points. Arsenal, sorry. He plays for Liverpool. Uh, oh. So I, um, I didn't get the max. I held off on that. So mm. obviously my... You know, I've used a lot of my chips late, lately. So yeah. I used, I think, wildcard, then free hit. And then this week, I, you know, there was basically a few weeks ago where do you triple captain Salah or do you do wildcard or free hit? And I've done it in a different order. Yeah. Have you used all your chips? No, I've still got a free hit. 
and I have got my bench boost. Okay. Oh, I've still got bench boost. You've I... still got bench boost. So, so to let this, it's nineteen eleven now. You've you've uh, had an absolute. I think you've won something like five of the last six or something like that. Yeah. It's nineteen eleven. Nine game weeks to go. Um, and I. So actually, I could win. You could I am... win twenty nineteen. I think that's unlikely. I'm a tenth in the Comedians League, and isn't that incredible? You are. You 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 put the cat amongst the pigeons last week with a discussion about if you beat me on points but lose by game yes. weeks, what happens? I mean, a broad consensus is if you finish above me in the league, you win, which, as far as I'm concerned, is a nonsense because all we've spoken about for the last however many weeks we've done this now, 30-odd, is who's won that game week and what the score is in game weeks. So to suddenly move the goalpost. But, however, I looked at it, I've, I've let you get in my head, mate. I've let you get right in my head. It's 19. I would have to lose all nine of the remaining game weeks by something like 30 or 40 points a week for you to have any chance of getting ahead of me in the league and winning on game week. So I don't know how I let myself get freaked out, but what I did do, because listeners who do FPL, and I know, thankfully, and hello to everyone, who doesn't do FPL and doesn't even like football but listens to this podcast, your listenership is much appreciated. However, for those deep in the FPL community, this is a fascinating game week, isn't it? Because we only have four games this week. Uh, the deadline is imminent. Uh, help you out here, mate, because I know you're busy. We're recording on Thursday. Leeds play Wolves tomorrow night. The last game week only finishes tonight or last night, uh, if you're listening, tomorrow. <laughs> this That's is all over the place. Thing. Anyway, Everton are playing Newcastle. It's in relevance to us because neither of us have any of those players. So we can say categorically you have romped home this week. Although my score, as displayed on the app, is a slightly misleading one because... Thiago Silva did not play, and thus I will draw on a Neves from the bench. So that'll be another six points for me. However, next week, only four games. So eight teams in action. No Chelsea, no Liverpool, no Manchester United, no Manchester City. I looked at your side, yeah. and you're actually, you've got three Wolves in there. They're playing. You've got Spurs in there. They're playing. You've got three Arsenal in there. They're playing. You've got two Villa. So I think you are probably in a very small percentage of people who could name an 11 this week is that right i think i am i've got um ramsey on the bench so i could bring i could swap salah out for ramsey and all my midfielders would play yeah so you're not uh, you're not gonna have robertson or alexander arnold but you have got dina who at the moment is hit now not saying 75 percent they're saying 25 well, well that's a kick in the look, teeth you know we've had a lot of fun with stats on this show a 25 percent mm. chance of not playing means there's a 75 percent chance of playing you know, you can cut numbers in different ways, John. You know, I used to work in politics. I, I can brief you on the dark arts of statistical manipulation. My, you know, Hasn't he got a 25% chance of playing? Oh, yeah. So it's 75% not chance play- of not oh. playing. Well, there goes the dark arts. I'm hanging up the cape. Yeah, I, I, I used to work in sales, mate, and I can tell you facts and figures as they are. Yeah, you got fired from that sales job. I and got you made cried. redundant. I got made redundant and I did not cry. I was crying about something else. <laughs> I actually, the thought of you ever crying really hurts me, you know. If Does I it? knew that you'd ever cried, I, I, I'm not sure I would ever recover. I, oh, I handle mate, the thought of you crying. Swindon flat is still wet with tears. They think there's rising damp, people who bought that flat off me. Um, let's just, you know, I can't stress it again. Superb. Uh, last five or six weeks, and this week especially, 111 points, absolutely wonderful. And your four means our guests don't get a look in. So Alex Brooker will not be getting a get out of social services free card uh, for his bad parenting. Um, Hennings must know he's in deep trouble. 
You're doing very, very well. Well, thank you. And you're very gracious about it. I mean, it, I guess it's just, it's not exactly beginner's luck. Basically, I was just, I didn't understand how the game worked. So then mm-hmm. two things have happened, right? One, I've started to understand the rules and I've started to just play the game properly. I mean, those weeks hanging on to Kane was just stupid. I'm thinking about bringing him back this week on my free hit. But the other thing is, oh. it's clear to me that there are people in our league that have stopped doing the admin. So it's basically... Yeah. Uh, it, the league flatters me because I'm 10th out of 29. I think a lot of the people towards the bottom just like it. You know, a lot of people fall away from FPL. They just do it occasionally. Really, that's all that's happened. I don't want to talk myself out of a stunning victory. Um but, but I am. Oh, it's a thrashing of me. You can enjoy that. And what we must also discuss is uh, the form of Nottingham Forest, oh. a big win last night. I was watching it backstage in Hexham, where I was on tour. Oh, no respect. Well, no, I was... Which politician were you watching with? Kinnock last time was uh, um, Claire Short with you? <laughs> no, she wasn't. No, no, I don't think I'm a cup of tea. Um, so uh, I watched a little bit. I saw us go 1-0 down. I said, oh, Jesus Christ. And then I come off and it's 2-1. And then I'm watching it in the back of the taxi. And then it's 3-1. I just thought, oh, man, this is so... Oh, how just, exciting. What a wonderful life Forrest are giving me. you know. And then, and then people are messaging us now. Everyone's taking note of Forest because we're doing very well and we're on telly all the time and obviously we're doing very well in the FA Cup and I shall be there on Sunday when we play Liverpool for the first time since 1999. The reason we bring up the form of Nottingham Forest which may seem otherwise an irrelevance is of course it was a, a conversation about what happens if Leeds were to get relegated and Nottingham Forest were not to get promoted would we set up would we hire some nerds spend all our hard-earned money on getting some nerds to set up a championship FBL. We have had a number of tweets from people Ooh. recommending Gaffer, which is an existing championship um, fantasy league. A Gaffer themselves have got involved. Uh, yes. They've tweeted us saying, get your mitts off. It's our idea. We've already done it. So um, there is that option, you know were the worst to happen. But let's let's focus on the positive. Let's say maybe Forrest come up, Leeds get a cheeky win at Wolves. We've still got Watford. It might be all right for Leeds. It might be, mate. Or next week, next season, we do comedians playing gaffer. <laughs> so in terms of uh, forfeits, um, has the jewellery arrived? I think the jewellery has arrived at your house, but I don't think you've arrived at your house. Okay, so one item has arrived, right? So just before I left for my mini tour of the beautiful northeast of England, I received a package and I opened it up and it was a necklace with the kind of acid house <laughs> smileys on it. And mate, honestly, it took me about three hours to figure out why I'd been sent that. I was like, I didn't order that, did I? You know when you are, I mean, I obviously don't want to labour the point, but because I'm working, like when you work seven days a week, your brain goes mad because you're just not resting mm. at the time. And I was like, what? I was like, has my girlfriend ordered that? And she put my name on it by mistake. But why would she want stuff with like the acid house smiling? Honestly, it was only on like five hours later on the train up to Newcastle. I was like, oh man. John said, genuinely, I thought I've ordered that and I don't remember ordering it. What is wrong with me? I've fallen apart. I don't remember Kulisevsky. You know, a few years ago, I don't know if I told you this, I started booking myself flights I didn't need. It was the strangest thing. What? I put myself a flight to Belfast. I remember exactly where I was. I was in King Tut's Wawa Hut in Glasgow, which is the bar where Oasis got signed by Alan McGee. And I was in there with my girlfriend and, and a mate of mine. And a reminder came up on my phone. And it was like, don't forget to board your flight. I was like, what? I thought, why have I booked a flight to Belfast? And I'd done it weeks before. 
And again, I was going through another sort of crazy period where I don't know why. I must have been going to Belfast at some point. I just booked it on the wrong date or something, but like wildly wrong, like months wrong. And and I'd already booked the flights before. Oh, dear. Yeah, mad. We're keeping the industry afloat. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, I just thought, I, uh, th- this is what's happened again. I've had one of these sort of mini breakdowns and started buying myself jewellery, and I just don't remember it. I've basically like blacked out during the day and started ordering male jewellery. And then it was it was only when I sort of relaxed with a cup of tea and a biscuit on the train and thought, oh, I know who that's well, from. That's from old Rico. When you get home, you will find a nose ring and an earring, uh, and you can upload those photos when you so choose. I've lost this week, which I believe means I have to try and break the world record for eating Jaffa cakes. Oh, yes. I had a fantastic suggestion, and keep the suggestions coming in um, for forfeits. Ian Wilson, uh, a full-on Klinsman dive through a big muddy puddle on a local Sunday league pitch. That is a great time to do this week. That's a belter, isn't also, it? Also, that's one of those forfeits. Quite nice to do. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of that. I've got a big hill around the back of our house that really bogs up. I'll go straight down that. I think... Not bothered. I mean, we discussed this a few weeks ago. Most of the areas near your house are muddy. Mm. You live... Yes. You live basically on a pile of mud. You sit on a throne. I built a house on a swamp. Yeah. It fell in the swamp. I built another house. That burned down, fell over, then fell in the swamp. <laughs> the third one... Um, Are you making that up? Name the film. Um, oh, God. Um, Shrek. That stayed up. Um, Is it Shrek? But I don't want one. Is it Shrek? It's not oh. Shrek, no. Uh, the League of Gentlemen film. People will be screaming it into their apps. It's not League of Gentlemen, but you're heading, you're heading in the right direction in terms of adult comedy. British adult comedy. There are those who call me Tim. I've got no idea, John. You're going to have to help me, mate. It is the rabbit. Uh, I'll give you a quote from another of their films. This will absolutely give it away. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Well, okay, so it's a, it's a Monty Python film. It's Monty Python, but it's not Life of Brian, so it's... Holy Grail. Holy Grail. Oh, wow. That's exactly what it I is. I thought it was more contemporary than that. I thought that was contemporaneous sketch British. That's comedy. just my uh, that's my interpretation. You know, I'm so, my, I'm I'm so synonymous with like modern comedy that I've sort of I've been able to you know bring it forward like in your mind. You, you definitely give it a kind of um, a, a sort of modern twist. You know, um, the room I'm in at the moment. I'm in a hotel room doing this. It's got a bath mm. in it, but the bath is in the main room. So the bath isn't in the bathroom. Oh, posh. Anyway, I've had four baths in two days. Well, you, become know, aquatic. you know what? My relationship with water, I've always felt, proves on a deep level that we definitely did crawl out of the sea. I'm not... I... <laughs> Like, nothing else explains my desire to be wet. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want water in me. And Could you me. be a simpleton? Oh, definitely. Definitely. But, like, yeah. I crave water so much and understand that I need it to survive. But I like the feel of it on me. You know, I like the sound of it. I like the smell of it. I'm just like, that has to be deep <laughs> DNA relationship. Anyway. I don't associate you as a swimmer, though. Oh, I do a bit of swimming. Mainly because do you like a swim? the chlorine hurts my eczema. Um, so it's, but I do like getting in the water. You know, whenever I go to the seaside, I have to I have to be in the sea. I have to touch it at the very I least. I know. I've got a video on my phone of you arriving on your holidays in Cornwall and running like, uh, I can only describe it as like a cooped up dog across the sand to touch the sea and splash it through your hands. That's lovely feeling. Anyway, so I've got a bath. So the bath we've got at home I can't fit in it. 
it's too mm. small. So, we, you know, that that's a project. We need to get the bathroom done. So actually, you know, if you, most of the time anyway, I would shower. I wouldn't have a bath in the morning. I'm a shower kind of guy. But you know, if you can't have a bath, after a while, it plays on a man's mind. And you start thinking, actually, this is, I've had a fundamental right removed here. What if I really wanted a bath? What if I wanted one? It's almost like, what if I want to get off this plane? What what, what if I want to, you know? And you're like, well, you can't, yeah. you know? So anyway, I've just been like, I'm going to go bath crazy. And I have. And I've just been, there's a telly on the wall. I, I sat in the bath last night for an hour just watching Sky Sports News. Oh, that is a good life. Isn't that a good life? Yeah. And I thought, I, I, I ideally would have like a cigar or some champagne. Or I was going to say a little port and brandy and oh. maybe some maybe some crisps. I, you know what? Mm. I don't think I've had a good bag of crisps for a long time. I've not had a bag of crisps that's really touched me, I think, for maybe a couple of years. When I first discovered Giant Watsits, the spicy ones, that was like a paradigm shift. That was like, mm. okay, we're, this is now colour telly. You know, this is, yeah. this is the internet of crisps what's the next one going to be where do crisps go i mean if you know we talk about yeah, ale a lot on your show. spice is your big uh it's still your big market isn't it you know you look at mccoy's desperate to get into that really um piri piri you know flame spiced meat market. <laughs> flame spiced meat Sounds great. Two, two things to update you on. Henning has sent okay. us a team. Uh, he's called his team the Time Wasters. Um, Fair dues. Which is, is, is not bad to reference, you know, what, what he was talking about. However, um, we had a tweet in suggesting a much better uh, team name for Henning Vane, which was uh, Sheffield Vane's Day. Oh, genius. That came in from, let me find, let me find... The five o'clock hero, genius, which is wonderful. I tell you what else we like as well. We've had uh, a guy called Tom York City. Tom says I went York. down a Schalke wormhole. Yeah, googled Schalke's old stadium that Henning was so uh, teary eyed about. It's got an athletics track round the side of it. He says the fact that Henning preferred a running track to a new stadium has blown my mind. Well, I so think a bit of stick there. Well, I think Henning is a man who has um, interesting tastes. Yes. I think he's a man who likes to do things differently. Um, yes, incorrectly. But yeah, well, in your opinion. So, what's this guy's issue that the, the the stadium's got a running track and that's against football? Yeah, that, that that it increases the distance between the fan and the game, and therefore is uh, is something that you should be glad to have got rid of in the stadium, rather than you know his anger at the wallpaper they've used on the tunnel, which seemed to be his main complaint with the new ground. I think Henning is of a generation where a running track around a football pitch reminds them of um, yeah. big European games under the lights. The Olympic yes. Stadium, uh, you know, the, in Munich, um, may well play a part in his love of that. Maybe it harks mm. back to a better time. Um, certainly, you know, for Forest fans, the running track around a pitch does remind us of 1979 and um, winning the European Cup in Munich. So in an odd way, I kind of identify with that. I think, oh, also, it, it, it always makes it feel either very big and glamorous and European or very local and very small. It just yeah. reminds you of the running track you get on the park. OK. Pushes um, two buttons on it. Tickles both your balls. I disagree, but I like to see you back our guests. Now, anyway, I, I, I think I speak for everyone when I say blah, 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 FPL, blah, 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 tour, blah, Forest Lead, whatever. <laughs> Let's get on to Oliver Beer off. Yes. Oh, yes. It's going mad, mate. Really? It's, going, it's becoming like a full-time job. 
Um, hi, Matt and John. Heard your request in the latest pod asking for brewery days out, so we're going to throw our hat in the ring. If you're visiting Roosters in Harrogate, you should drop into us as well. We're just down the road in Nairsborough. Um, you like Nairsborough? Have you ever been to Nairsborough? You know what? I think I have because I've been to Skipton, I've been to Ripon, I've been to Harrogate. I think it's... it's <laughs> but I've never been to me. <laughs> I think... I, I don't think... Surely I've been to Nairsborough. Surely. Nairsborough's beautiful. Oh, you'd know it from that viaduct. Uh, absolutely stunning piece of architecture. The view from the bowling green across to the uh, viaduct is, is one of the best in Britain. Absolutely stunning. Lovely town. And of course, they've got the uh, cave underneath where you can petrify things. So you tie them to the rock and the, the water is filled with the calcium carbonate, I think, from the rock. And it petrifies whatever you hang to it. Um, the Queen has hung, I think, a shoe there or something. I don't think Lovely I, place. I don't think I have been to Nesborough. I've just got well, images. we we got to go. We are a small team brewing the beer we want to drink and enjoying doing it as best we can. We've got a weekend tap room, plenty of vegan beers for John, and we'll do a run to the local bakery for Matt. Turning Point Brewery. Turning yeah? Point. Doesn't that feel very uh, apt, very fateful? You know, my FPL season. Um, just life, you know, turning points in life. <laughs> that feels to me like that says, you know, once we this feature has been a turning point, hasn't it? You know, this is real. Absolutely. Dan's tweeted, looking forward to a day out uh, on Saturday at Thornbridge Brew with my brother. Might be another one for Matt Ford and John Ritson to visit with at Comedians FPL. Thornbridge Brewery, Peak District, Bakewell. Yeah? You know what? I reckon, I think in July I've got a bit more free time. I yeah. think in July we try and do... All of them. Yeah. Yeah, in a week. We just do a mad beer week. Yeah, like people who visit every ground. We'll just try and visit every brewery. Because there's about, there's about there must be about five a week cropping up now. Yeah, you know what? I'd like to do the new Shipstons one in Nottingham, but they've not been in touch, so... It'll basically be like uh, leaving Las Vegas. It'll just be me and you, uh, sort of provincial breweries, getting absolutely hammered. I don't think I've seen leaving Las Vegas. Oh, yes. Good film. Oh, yes. I feel very uncultured. Oh, yes. I feel like I don't know what modern food is. I'm not fam familiar with classic films, um, and I basically just drink piss. Listen, mate, you're sat on the Northumbrian coast in a bedroom with a bath inside it. So, you know... Let's let's not talk about culture. You sit there like a manatee in your bath <laughs> watching Sky Sports News, um, just wading away, having a lovely time. Um, I noted that you looked a little bit moist on the uh, on the Zoom camera this morning. It explains it. You've basically you, you've hydrated yourself. Yes. Also, I had to apply steroid cream to my forehead because my skin is flaking. So um, I think. <laughs> Perhaps the opposite is true. Maybe the baths of dehydrate. I mean, I tell you what, I never realised, because I'm a showerman, how um, weird you feel after a bath. You know, if you have a, a, a bit too warm, or, or some mm. would say hot, you come out slightly um, dazed, don't you? You, you, come, you come out. Uh, yeah, that's too hot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it too hot. Do you have bubbles? No, no, I can't with my Oh, you've got to have some bubbles. No, I just have some... Um, um... You like Carex, don't you? Just squirt a bit of Carex in. That'll give you some bubbles. I've got Sanex. Sanex, yeah. If you squirt that under the water, that'll bubble up real nice. It won't, because I, no? I use that as a shampoo and uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Oh. It just goes, you know. Um, bodies? What about bodies? Oh, if you poured like a can of bodies in. Oh, I think while... like my body. Oh, no, no, not other bodies. You know, if you've got a big bath, and the room I'm in's got a big bath, you fully submerge your torso and legs in it. The mm. problem is, the water acts as a big magnifying glass. 
and you look really fat. I was like, oh my God. And then I was sort of like pushing myself up out of the water. But obviously when your belly sticks out, you look really fat. And then I thought, maybe I'm just fat. And the water is secondary to this. No, that's the tired mind getting into you there. That's a man who's on the road. He's eating, you know, probably not the food he wants to be eating and your mind's turning on you. You're in the prime of life. You're successful and healthy and you're in a lovely big bath. I took a picture of myself in a convex mirror yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, tried to take like an arty shot while I was doing some work. I'm a fair bit of work on at the moment, but I like to bang on about it. You know, you get by. Um, I look because of the sort of convex. It's sort of it's swollen up my thighs, but shrunk my calves, and I look like I've got horses' legs. Send it me now. I want to look at it. I'll send it you now. Yeah. Um, I look because um, I've got uh, sort of brown um, chinos on. <laughs> I just look like I've got a horse's legs. Why are you wearing brown chinos? That's the main problem. Because I'm a fashionable gentleman, and that's what fashionable gentlemen wear, isn't it? There you go. Oh, my God. You know what? Makes it look like you're wearing (laughs) jodhpurs. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Oh, my God. You look like you're wearing riding crops. Old Johnny jodhpurs. Oh, wow. Look at that. John, you know what? It suits you. It looks you've got a slightly Chris Eubank um, vibe. Oh, yeah. And also... Well, it actually makes it look like you've like you've got weightlifters' legs. Oh yeah, do you think I look hench? Yeah, you look hench, man. In that right, weird so way, I need to carry a convex mirror around me and force people I have conversations with to look at me only in that. I think that's the sort of thing people won't talk about as a breakdown. What you should do is get millions of convex specs made and then just hand them out as you meet people, and then they would only see you convex. Yeah, or I bet there's insects that only see things sort of convex, you know, like flies. I bet a fly's eye looks convex. Oh, yeah, they get that sort of honeycomb view. I've always been very good. I'd say I've got... I, I frequently talk about myself as a skillless man, mm. and I consider that to be the case. Yeah. Um, if I have a skill... Do you know what it is? I'm very good. At, um, I'm sort of a fly whisperer, and I can coax flies out of a window um, using my hands. I could sort of predict the movement of the fly, and if you open a little window, I'll guide the fly towards the window and out. I'd like to see you do that with a wasp. I'm scared of wasps. Mm. I had a wasp in the uh, a wasp in the toilet last week. Big old, big old boy must have just woke up. It was all groggy, and uh, it was right on the window. I needed to open the windows to get the wasp out, but I considered it groggy enough for me to approach. So I cracked the window open, legged it, headbutted the door, <gasps> screamed, ran out of the toilet, slammed the door behind me. Haven't been in there since. And, and so we don't know if the waspers. I mean, obviously if that worked. Then you are a wasp whisperer. You're a wasperer. Yeah, does that count as whispering? It was sort of screaming, really. It was more of a sort of attack. Mm-hmm. I've also become addicted to a Twitter account called The Hilarious Ted, which is people voicing over uh, clips of animal footage. Yeah, but that's because you used to do Walk on the Wild Side, and it reminds yeah. you of the wonderful work they, you Those did. guys have really built on what we did there. You know, They've really taken it up a notch because they swear, and they use mainly clips of cats fighting <laughs> and they call it the skibbity pap pap <laughs> come over here get a skibbity pap <laughs> cats frighten me you know i'm definitely not a cat whisperer no you you can't be getting scratched by a cat you you're already um you know you're suffering with the eczema aren't you you can't have a cat attack i met a few people vicious animals the, uh, gig the other night when the eczema's bad on my fingers i have to put plasters over it to stop it hurting so much and people are like, mm. oh my god have you been fighting and you have to go no it's eczema <laughs> is that what it's yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god have you been fighting you look like you've, you look like you've, you're a boxer you know people think i'm lee wood or summit you have to strap up your hands 
And um, yeah, people are like, oh my God. And you just go, no, I've just been clawing at it in the night. Listen, I know you've got to check out of your B&B. You've got to give that bath a good scrub. Just as a just a courtesy rinse for the cleaners, please. Remove the pubic rim. Um, talk to me very quickly. I am fascinated. What are you going to do this week? Because you've got no free hit left. Are you going to name the best 11 you can? Are you going to take a points hit? What are you going to do? Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you go to pick team now, yeah, you'll see yeah, what yeah, state yeah, you're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, Brogia's not playing either, so I can't... Uh, well, I can bring in Ramsey. Yeah, I probably do, actually, because I need to... Ah, uh, yeah, damn it. I probably will take... What is it? Minus... Oh, yeah, be at minus four, because I'll field an 11. So what I'll yeah. do is I'll swap Ramsey in for Sana. Oh, but then I, the problem is I don't want to transfer out the Liverpool players because I have to buy them back. What do you do? Well, I just all I'm trying to do is get you to put something on record before the game weekends. Because when next week you have a suspiciously similar team to one of the popular FBL accounts, and then you claim not to have known what's happened because you were on your way to do some VO before a TX date for a studio thing, and you just don't remember what's happened, you claim to have blacked out and gone down an FPL hole, and you've suddenly picked the same team as one of the tracker accounts, then. I just I, I want to know what you think you're going to do. What now. the hell is a tracker account? Well, you know these guys who say, "Oh, this is what you should do this week." You know, so you basically just follow them. You track their team. You know what you're doing, mate. Well, I'm not going to sell Salah. I just think that would be madness because then I just no. buy him back. Or do I sell him? Hmm. Hmm. This is a man who doesn't know what he's doing. I'm definitely going to use a free transfer. Yes, yes, obviously. But on top of that, I think I might. I might sell one of them to buy them back, just so that I've got... Uh, I mean, obviously, if you sell Salah, right, you get a, yes. a real... Oh, but then you're not going to get a, the biggest of big dogs, are you? Because who's playing? Hang on. I need to figure this out. I need to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, you need to spend some time. Shout out to some new uh, team names creeping into the uh, top 20 in the Listener League. Still keeping our eye on it. Better call Raul still top. The Hurricanes have gone into second. That's a lovely team name. They matched your 111-point haul uh, this week. Uh, Baker's Beauties now in the top five. Del Boy Jota. Thought you might like that one. Love it. Yeah? You like that? And uh, Kieran Routledge, uh, now in 11th place, slipped down. He had a Richardson-esque game week, 78 points, and his team is called Still Hate This Game. Uh, That's all we've got time for this week. Next podcast will be out on Tuesday after the conclusion of this, this most unpleasant of all game weeks, game week 30. If you run a brewery, or a bakery, yes. a butcher's, yes. or a, a pasty shop. Candlestick makers. Yes. Anything you basically want to stuff in our mouths. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't. I can't have that as a feature. If there's something you want to put in my mouth, get in touch. Oh, that's a great... You know, if we once we're able to record these in person, we should do stuff like that. There should be like <laughs> blindfolded forfeits. Right. I would no. get the most phallic... Oh, man. Anyway. So, yeah, if you run a brewery, a bakery... You're having too many baths, or a, mate. Or it's not can- good for you. A candle makery. Get in touch. Email us, hello at CPFPL. Tweet us at ComediansFPL. Do leave a review. Now, I know people are leaving reviews saying, I'm leaving a review because they told me to leave a review. That's fine. That fulfills yeah. your contractual obligation as someone who consumes this podcast for free. <laughs> Lest we remind you. People go, oh, you're asking me to do... 
We're doing this for you for now. Thank you to this week's reviewer of the week, John101. Great pod. Handy to find out who Ford's cursed this week. Very funny. Great guess. I'd give it six stars if I could, but not seven. Fair point. It's always, you know, you can have a, you can have, you can have a bit of... Have a dig. Have a, have a bit of humour in there. A bit of comedy. We're into it. And of course, please <laughs> get in touch with me at Matt Ford with any of your hot tips. Good luck in reduced game week 30. Bye. Bye.